welcome to Barry Aftercare, the podcast. I am your host, Dr. Connie Stapleton. This is episode 90, Assertive Communication, a deep dive. Being an assertive communicator, which will help you in your weight loss journey, is the ultimate communication goal, at least for people who want to be their healthiest adult selves. It would be great if everyone could learn to communicate in a healthy, direct, respectful manner, and that's what assertive communication is. And for you, if you learn and practice and get really good at communicating in an assertive way, your weight loss journey will be easier and you'll be more likely to get to and maintain a healthier weight. From my perspective as a psychologist, in addition to helping you lose and maintain weight, using assertive communication is a great way to increase self-esteem and improve every relationship in your life. Today, we're doing a deep dive into this golden ticket for a better life. Listen in and get to work practicing using your healthy, assertive communication skills. Also, be sure to go to www.barryaftercare.com and sign up so you can hear the second video each week and get a whole lot more. Now let's get started. Hi, and welcome to Barry Aftercare. I am your host, Dr. Connie Stapleton. I've been working in the field of bariatric medicine for whew, a really, really, really long time, like maybe like 17 years now. And I decided today that I was going to do a little bit of self-promotion because why not? I think this would be a great thing for you to watch because it shows some real life in-action therapy for bariatric patients. And I have been privileged to be on two of TLC's television shows. One is called Too Large. The other is Thousand Pound Best Friends. I'm certainly not on every episode, but I am on several of them. And I would encourage you to watch these shows and see some live therapy in action because I know that what most people go through is similar in some degree as you go through this bariatric surgery process. So if you haven't looked at those shows, give them a watch, both on TLC. One is called Too Large. The other is A Thousand Pound Best Friends. Well, today we're going to talk about, and actually for the next several weeks, I want to do a deep dive into this communication thing. We started in previous videos to talk about the importance of being assertive, the importance of using assertive communication. Last week, we talked about different communication types. And the next several weeks, we're going to take a deep, deep dive into all of these four kinds of communication, because it's important for you to understand how effective you're being in your communication and how other people are being effective or ineffective with their communication. And I'm going to tell you a little secret. Most of us pretty much suck at our communication skills. So hopefully you'll learn something in this series that will help you not only improve your relationships with other people, but also help you to develop skills so that you're able to set boundaries with people regarding food. You're able to set boundaries in terms of not overdoing it. In term, with your time and giving away too much of your own time. The ultimate goal for all of us is to become our best selves as adults. And many of us 
myself included, were not given the best role models in terms of having healthy adult relationships, in terms of how to communicate as an assertive communicator. Most of us were taught and had by example unhealthy communication skills, passive or passive aggressive, sarcastic. And we pick those things up and we learn those. We've often have very little awareness of our own communication skills. So let's get on board, learn these communication skills and apply them to your weight loss journey. So let's get started today. We're taking a deep dive into assertive communication. And every one of the videos for the next couple of weeks, we will come back to this idea of Let's translate this, whatever it is, whether it's passive or passive aggressive or aggressive communication, let's translate this into something more assertive so that it serves you better in your life, not only in terms of your weight loss goals and your process of developing a healthy overall lifestyle, but in your communication with your coworkers, in your communication with parents, children, siblings, partners, spouses. This works everywhere in your life. And what I know is that the better we handle ourselves, meaning don't fly off the handle, don't scream and holler, don't manipulate. And you're going to find out that you do a lot of these things. But as we become our better versions of our adult selves by using assertive communication skills, you will feel better about yourself. I promise you. And you will get better interaction with other people. I will promise you that as well. And in turn, the hope is that when we feel better about ourselves and we're proud of how we handled the situation, it flows over into treating ourselves better in all areas of our lives. So let's just give it a go. Stick with me and see what happens. All right. So today, the the highlights of what we're going to talk about are what makes assertive communication so impressive and how it spills into every area of your life. We're going to talk about specific information on how to use assertive communication skills so that you can develop and maintain a healthy lifestyle to include a healthier weight for your body. And then we'll give specific examples of using assertive communication in your weight journey. The second video this week will be specific examples and you'll be given a worksheet so that you can practice this because hearing it is one thing, but what I find in my, in my retreats and the workshops that I do is that hearing the information, learning it cognitively is one thing, but translating it into action is quite another. So I like to do a lot of role playing when I do work with patients. So today we're going to do the, what they call the, uh, you know, the head smarts. We're going to give you the education and then later in the week, we're going to apply it. So make sure you join Barry Aftercare, www.barryaftercare.com. So you can be part of the implementation of this and practicing in your own life, because only the people who are part of Barry Aftercare have access to the second video every week. All right. So we talked a bit about assertive communication in our previous videos. And remember, it means being direct, being honest, and being respectful of the other people involved. And so many people are afraid of utilizing 
this kind of communication because they're afraid. They're afraid they're going to be judged. They're afraid they're going to be talked about. They're going to be afraid they're going to be made fun of. They're afraid they're going to be wrong. There's a lot of fear involved in this. And like we talked before, if you've lived your life where you've been criticized about your weight or you've been made fun of about your weight, it's hard to have the confidence to really speak your, your, your truth, to speak your mind in a straightforward way. But we're going to work on that because that is how you become a healthy adult. And that is how you get your own needs met. And we've talked about self-care. So healthy communication is a form of self-care, which I think you'll figure out pretty quickly here. So what we want to do is first talk about the benefits, why you want to use this and why you want to work so hard at practicing healthy, assertive communication. For one thing, it's going to help you not be taken advantage of by other people. It's not fun to feel like you're being taken advantage of. And so many people know that feeling so well. The flip side of that is you set yourself up to be taken advantage of because you don't know the communication skills. You don't know how to set the boundaries. You don't know how to say no. Assertive communication will incorporate all of that. And so you are going to learn to set those boundaries and you'll be taken advantage of less often, which of course is going to make you feel better about yourself and proud of yourself. Now, if you, like me, tend toward being an aggressive communicator, the benefits of using assertive communication are that you can be more respectful of other people and not come across like such a bully. I know I came across like a big bad bully in the past. All right. So we want you to enjoy these benefits and feel better about yourself, which in turn will lead to healthier decisions in every area of your life, including your weight and your health. So benefits of using assertive communication. Now, this is research. This is evidence-based, right? So researchers find that there's a lot of benefit in using assertive communication, including greater awareness. If you remember way back, and if you haven't listened to these podcasts, go back and listen to the ones on the four aces. Awareness is the first step of change. And using assertive communication improves our awareness of self. We become aware of how we come across to other people. We become aware of how people respond to us when we use different kinds of communication styles. And what you will learn is that you get a better result or a better response from people when you do use assertive communication. Because what happens? They respect you more. That's another proven benefit of assertive communication. And not only do other people respect you more, the better part of that is you start respecting yourself even more. And that is a win-win-win all the way around. All right. In addition, you're going to get better outcomes. You're going to have more positive solutions to what you might consider conflict. And some people consider conflict anything that involves differing opinions. Differing opinions does not have to mean conflict. It certainly can. But if you manage your emotions and use assertive communication, you can avoid conflict. And we're going to work on that. All right. Greater self-confidence, higher self-esteem. When you've lived your life as a as an overweight person or even part of your life, if you struggled with the disease of obesity, your self-esteem has very likely taken a beating. And it's important for you to start developing some self-confidence. 
This will raise your overall level of self-esteem. And when you use these communication skills that we're talking about, you absolutely will develop self-confidence because you're going to stand up for yourself. You're even going to take on a different posture. If you're watching this on a video, you can see that I'm changing my posture. I worked with a woman not too long ago, young woman, lawyer, love so much about this young woman. She's just amazing. The way she carries herself does not exude confidence. So assertive communication, in addition to the words you use, there's a lot of stuff about nonverbal communication and holding yourself in a confident position, even if you don't feel like it is going to make a big difference. So I would practice with her and tease her and like, put those shoulders back a little bit, roll them up and back and down. It gives you a more, uh, a more polished and confident presence. So that's some of the things we're going to talk about. And I'll give you a little, a fun little thing. If you have never seen the movie, cool runnings, there's a scene in there where one of the guys in the movie, which is a really fun movie, by the way, uh, he's practicing his confidence in the mirror and it's just very, very cute and funny. But there's also a lot of research that says if you stand in a mirror, looking at yourself in a mirror and put your hands on your hips, you know, you take on this, don't mess with me kind of look or attitude. Yes. I almost said, don't F with me. Um, <laughs> it gives you a more confident presence when you walk in and they've tested this with like interviewees. And if you go into an interview after standing in a very competent, confident position for two minutes, you'll do better in the interview. So there you have that little, little sidetrack for you. Other benefits of utilizing assertive communication. You feel like you're more in control. Now, this is important for me because my <laughs> fuse is short and I can get angry in a hot minute. Well, that was kind of a pun, wasn't it? I can get angry in a hot minute. I get hot in a hot minute. So I get angry quickly. And when I use assertive communication skills, I don't have to let my emotions dictate what I'm going to say because assertive communication is pretty level, pretty straightforward. It's just, we'll get into how to do it in a little bit. So you also develop more respect for other people's opinions and viewpoints. Why? Because you're going to listen to them. You're not just going to shut them out and judge them immediately. And you're not just working on getting your point across. A lot of problems is in communication is we want to get our point across and by God, you better listen to me. And we're not that interested in hearing what other people have to say, which are some other skills that you're going to have to work on while you improve your communication. Part of great effective communication is the ability to hear somebody else's position and be respectful of it without saying, well, that's so stupid or that's ridiculous or that's, I've never heard of such, you know, or absurd idea. So we're going to be more respectful. And that's going to make you feel better about yourself too, because you want to be heard. You want to be respected. The person you're inter interacting with deserves the same. All right. You'll have higher, we talked about self-respect. You will increase your ability to avoid interpersonal conflicts. This is a biggie. So many of us have interpersonal conflicts, whether it's with somebody at work, Many, many times it's with family members, people in our own home. We have the biggest interpersonal conflicts. This will help you not get involved, not get hooked into 
unhealthy communication patterns can help you reduce anxiety because you don't want conflict, right? Everybody's not everybody. Many people are afraid of conflict. Like, ah, I hate conflict. I don't want to avoid, I want to avoid conflict at all costs. Well, if you use assertive communication, it can help you avoid that conflict, which in turn will reduce your anxiety about conversations. All right. Uh, it can also, it has been shown to reduce depression, help you build stronger relationships. And seriously, literally, evidence shows, research shows that using assertive communication leads to better health. Pretty impressive. And there's a quote from a psychologist. He's also a coach named Lloyd Thomas, who says, um, we were, he says, when we are inhibited in our self-expression, in other words, when we don't speak our mind, when we don't say our truth, when we keep it in, we remain dependent and helpless in our self-care. We may even become ill. There is evidence that by holding in what we want to say, what we need to say, what our truth is, we can become ill. There's a lot of evidence that says that um, autoimmune disorders are very often related to keeping a lot of stuff inside and not speaking your truth. So understanding that there's fear of judgment, there's a fear of being wrong, there's a a fear of, I'm going to look stupid. Or maybe the fear is, I'll be seen and I don't want to be seen. I'm afraid to be seen. A lot of those things will hold us back from being open and honest. Hear me when I say this skill of learning assertive communication can help you become literally a healthier person emotionally and physically and in your relationships. Okay, so depending on where you grew up, who your role models were, whether it was your parents, aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents, or peers, the kids at school, or your coaches, or your teachers, or your supervisors at work, that is all going to influence how you communicate. You might remember when you were a teenager, or if you have teenagers, sometimes they'll completely change their communication styles when they hang out with other people, or you'll start hanging out with a new group of people and you sound, now you start sounding like them, or you hang out with another group and you start sounding and acting like them. So there's a lot of influence. And when we're developing as children, we learn these things. You've heard it said so often, children will do what you do much more than they will do with do what you say. Keep that in mind (laughs) because we are the role models for our children and they will model us. They will, they will, um, do what we do what we do much more than what we say. Okay. As I said in last week's videos, we talked about having a lack of awareness of how we come across and how our communication skills are. And if you're a part of Barry Aftercare, if you watched the second video or listened to the second video last week, there was a quiz and it was designed to help people identify their own communication pattern. Are you a more passive person? Are you a more aggressive person? Do you engage in passive aggressive communication? And how are you with assertive communication? 
Now in the podcast notes, I also put some links. If you didn't see that video, then you can go to the link for the podcast notes last week. I think it was episode 89 and look at those. And there are some links to some quizzes you can take to learn more about your communication style. Let's talk about how you can become more assertive. And then, as I said, later in the week, we'll do a video on practicing this. First of all, you've got to know where you're at. You've got to have that self-awareness. What kind of communication do I engage in? So it would behoove you to take one of those quizzes or sit down with your friends or your family or do it at a support group meeting at one of your bariatric support groups and go through one of those quizzes to find out, am I passive? And I'm going to guess a lot of people are going to fall into the passive communication because don't want to make waves, don't want to upset other people, don't want to, uh, you know, God almighty forbid we should have any conflict in life. So a lot of people may find themselves falling within the passive category. Or if you feel like you're a victim, or if you feel like you're taken advantage of a lot, it's very likely that you engage in passive communication. Maybe you're a passive aggressive. Are you a king of sarcasm or are you the queen of uh, smiling, but also slamming the door? You know that I'm going to act like everything's okay on the outside, but I'm going to let you know I'm really ticked off or unhappy or sad through my behavior. Or maybe you're just aggressive. You're kind of a bully. You kind of shut people down. You don't listen to people. So you've got to know what your communication style is. Do you voice your opinions or do you keep quiet? Do you say yes to things even when you want to say no? Are you quick to judge, quick to blame? Oh, I did, I had nothing. That was so-and-so's fault. Or are people a little afraid of you when you, when you, when you talk? So you've got to understand where you're at to know where you want to go. So we've got to develop this roadmap. Our roadmap for everybody, I hope, is leaning toward more assertive communication skills. All right. So know where you're at. Now, here are some great tips. And we're going to be talking about these in depth in future videos. Avoid starting sentences with the word why. Avoid starting sentences with the word you. Why, you may ask? Ha, ha, ha. Get what I just did there? (laughs) When you start sentences with why, like, why did you do that? Or why don't you do this? Or why can't you be like? All those sentences that start with why are typically going to result in immediate defensiveness on the part of the other person because they're feeling accused, blamed, responsible for something. So the defenses are going to come up and it's not going to be a gateway to two-way healthy communication. So avoid starting sentences with the word why or you. You did this and so therefore da 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 da. Your da 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 da. Because again, you're going to raise defensiveness. In assertive communication, we want the communication to go both ways. We want to be open to hearing. We don't want to start the whole thing by coming across as accusatory. What do you do instead? Instead of saying, why did you do that? Another way to get that same information that would evoke more conversation would be to say, 
can you help me understand what you were thinking when you did such and such, right? So now I'm saying maybe there's some logic behind what you did. Maybe not in my mind, but I'm open to finding out that you had some rationale behind what you did. So instead of saying why, can you help me understand or what was going on that you chose to whatever it was, rather than using you, you this or you that, start your conversations or your sentences with I. We're going to do a whole video series on I statements. I think, I disagree, I would appreciate, I would like you to help me. So there's another way to go toward assertive communication. Thirdly, set the boundaries, right? We did a whole series on boundaries. Boundaries, including turning down requests in appropriate, assertive way. No, I can't do that now. No, you don't need to explain. You don't need to know. People don't need to know what your reasons are. You can just say no and be direct and not hesitate. No, I'm sorry. I can't do that. Or no, I don't have time for that right now. No, no is a complete sentence, right? All right. And if you do want to explain, keep it very, very brief. We talked about this before. You want to practice what you say. You want to write it down because this is hard. This is so hard for a lot of people. When I say people don't like conflict, I hear it all day, every day from people. So practicing what you want to say and being direct and straightforward isn't conflict. It's taking care of yourself. It's engaging in self-care. It's saying, I matter and you matter. And that's how we want to come across, right? You also want to look, act, and sound confident. So that's another way to practice. You know, you want to practice what you want to say and you want to practice your nonverbal. So let me give you some evidence-based or researched nonverbals that will help you with your assertive communication. Clearly, eye contact. You want to be able to make eye contact with people. Now think about this for a minute. If you've struggled with your self-esteem for a very, very long time, eye contact can be very difficult because if you don't feel good about yourself, it's hard to look somebody directly in the eye. So force yourself to do it, even if it's uncomfortable, because you've got to be willing to take step forward if you want to get somewhere. You know, it's like playing Candyland. You got to move on each of those colors to move up to that castle. So in order to get to be an assertive speaker or an assertive person, then you want to practice looking people in the eye. That's going to move you forward on your Candyland squares. What a crazy, silly example. Whatever it is, right? Now, you also want to have an assertive stance or posture. If you're standing rigidly, you know, that's going to come across as aggressive maybe. But if you fold over, you know, you fold your shoulders down and you're looking toward the ground, that's going to be perceived as weakness. So you just want to have, you know, good posture, good eye contact, straightforward without trying to posture as aggressive, but also saying, 
you know what? I'm comfortable in myself and I'm comfortable in what I want to say because it's legit. I'm legit. You're legit. We both matter. Here's one way where I really have had to practice because I have a very strong, assertive voice and it can come across as being critical, demanding, and (laughs) I'm aware of this and I have to work constantly to not raise my voice, especially if I'm upset. So I don't want to sound nervous, like, oh, I'm afraid to say this to you. And I don't want to sound demanding, right? I have to work on that constantly, but your tone of voice matters, as does your facial expression. You want to keep that anger from showing on your face. You don't want an RB, what do they call it? RBF. You don't (laughs) want to have that resting B face. Um, I had, I saw a patient today and she had a shirt on that said resting Grinch face. (laughs) It was pretty cute. Anyway. So facial expression, you don't want to look nervous. You don't want to look angry. You want to send the right message that I believe in myself and I'm not trying to intimidate you. I'm just standing up for what I believe is true. And I'm going to be willing to listen to you. Non-blaming language, right? Like you don't want to say, if you continue to do that, you're going to be sorry. If you continue to do that, if you're going to cry, I'll give you something to cry about. Right? That's threatening and not nice. Blaming you, 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 you. We don't want to do that either. So you want to be clear. Can you please stop doing that? Would you please help me with this? Could you please not walk away when we're talking? Would you be willing to stop interrupting me? I would appreciate that. Right? So we have to learn to stand up for ourselves in a kind way instead of stop interrupting me. Can't you just whatever? So it takes work on our part. Remember, you're only responsible for the effort you put into whatever you do. Put forth the effort to be the you you want to be. All right. So you got to use positive language. Will you stop leaving your papers all over the house? As opposed to, can I help you devise a way to keep your paperwork straight? Or would you be willing to put your paper in this slot when you come in the door? I would appreciate if you would put your keys on the counter or on the latch. Right? So using positive language and one that's language that's not criticizing. You don't want to say, I know I'm overly sensitive. No, you don't have to put yourself down that way or you sure can be oversensitive. So just, I just wanted to tell mm or didn't anybody ever teach you any manners? Didn't your mother teach you better than that? No, 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 no. It's critical. It's aggressive. So you want to be kind with your language and you don't want to be critical. All right. You also want to try to keep your emotions in check. So this is why I suggest and others suggest starting small when you're practicing your assertiveness skills. You don't want to go to your parents and talk about finances because <laughs> there's likely to be some tension in the air and you don't want to, you want to keep it small and simple. So maybe just asking, could you please hang your keys on the, the, the thing on the wall there? Or kids, would you please take your backpack straight to your room? Whatever it happens to be, start with something small, reasonable, and that backpack thing may be a nightmare in your house. <laughs> so that may not be where you want to start, but you want to start small, maybe to the checkout, somebody in the checkout line, would you mind using paper instead of plastic? I don't even know if they use paper anymore, but 
uh, would you mind giving me two fives in change for my 10 instead of 10 ones? Whatever, start small, something that's not based in emotion. So just try it out in different places in your life and take pride in like, wow, I did that. And I could have said something really snarky, like whatever. Be proud of yourself. That's how we improve our self-esteem. Now, this was really cool. I thought I found on an actual bariatric website for it was a bariatric center and they had a whole little post about how using assertive communication can aid you in your weight loss journey. And I was like, woohoo, raise the roof, right? Because it's exciting to me to see that kind of thinking when a program understands that it's not just all about eating, it's not just all about exercise. And that's pretty much what's talked about in many of the bariatric programs. It's like the focus is on weight loss and what you're putting in your mouth. And it needs to be, absolutely, but it's not just about that. And I'm going to read to you straight from this website. It said, the process of losing weight, even with weight loss surgery, will require you to be open to change in many aspects of your life. Becoming a more assertive communicator is just one step that you will have to go through to reach your ultimate weight loss gain. I was like, are you kidding me? Hallelujah. And thank you, particular bariatric program. Um, I'm not calling them out because I just don't want to do that. But I do want to say I love hearing that. And that is forward thinking. And that is whole person thinking. And with Barry Aftercare, my whole goal is to incorporate your whole being and help you understand that everything in your life can help you toward living your healthiest life at a healthy weight for your body. I'm going to go on to read more of what they said. They had a caption that said, communicating for long-term wellness. Part of improving your health is finding ways to maintain your healthy habits long-term. I love that. This is about long-term healthy habits. And they go on to say, and this means having strategies in place that can help you overcome negativity and any obstacles that get in your way. So while many people become hyper-focused on diet and exercise habits when it comes to losing weight. Those are just the tip of the iceberg in terms of skills you'll need to develop to keep your health in check. Becoming a stronger and more assertive communicator is another skill that can help you work toward your weight loss goals. I loved that. And I was so, so, so impressed and grateful Because I think that too often the focus is only on what you put into your mouth and what kind of exercise you do. So expand your horizons and understand that this video, the Barry Aftercare, the podcast is about helping people improve their overall lives, which is why you don't have to be trying to lose weight to benefit from this podcast. You don't have to be trying to lose weight to learn how to be a better adult, but realize that all of these skills in this, in this podcast series and in these videos are designed to help you use these positive skills in your weight loss journey. All right. Now I'm going to give you some 
examples of using assertive communication in your weight loss journey. We did this one sort of last in the last series, but it's like, where would you like to eat? I would prefer to eat at blank or blank restaurant as there are many healthy options for me there. Say what you think, be direct, be assertive. This is where I would like to eat. All right. Now you're at the lunch and they're at, now you're at the office and they're asking you, do you want to order out for lunch? As a, an assertive post-op or pre-op preparing for surgery or just somebody wanting to make healthy life decisions, here's your response. No, thank you. I prefer to bring my own lunch to the office rather than ordering out. So in the future, you can just go ahead and skip me when it comes to taking orders. So you've said, no, I don't want to order out. And you've set up a boundary. You know what? You don't even have to bother asking me. I just prefer to bring my own lunch. Love that. Okay. Somebody says, can't you just have a few bites of this? Assertively, you say, yes, I could have just a few bites of that, but I prefer not to tease my taste buds. So I'm going to pass. Thank you for the offer. Kind, considerate, playful. The group of friends is going out for dinner and then you're going to go play cards at somebody's house. Assertively, you say to them, you know, I'm not going to be joining you guys for dinner, but I'll meet up with you for cards afterwards. Don't need to explain nothing. I won't be joining you for dinner, but I'll meet up with you for cards afterwards. All right. You're asked to help at a school fundraiser. Assertively, you say, I like to help with school fundraisers. I'm going to pass on this one by, by not providing items for the bake sale. But please let me know the next one that comes along. And if I can, I'll be happy to help with that. So in this case, you're like, I'm not baking stuff for the bake sale because that's not healthy for my journey. So I'd like to help. I'm going to pass on providing items for the bake sale. But let me know when the next one. And if I can, I'll be happy to help out. Assertive. Don't have to go into detail but you can give a little bit of an explanation if you'd like. So three take-home messages for today. Developing a healthy lifestyle, which includes assertive communication, is about more than focusing on food and exercise. So broaden your ideas when it comes to what this healthy lifestyle is about and how that can relate to your weight loss. Learning healthy communication skills will go a long way in helping you set boundaries with other people and keeping yourself safe from people or other places that are not good for you in your journey. All right, being assertive is the healthiest and most respectful way to communicate, and it's going to be worth your time. So you might want to look at some websites, dig into learning more about this assertive communication style, and listen to the next several videos and podcast episodes as we're going to dig deep into those unhealthy communication styles. So you can cringe when you see and hear yourself, but you can say, aha, there's a healthier way and I'm going to learn it. All right. Invitations for you. Please invite people who you think would benefit from any of this information to join either the Barry Aftercare program or listen to the podcast. And secondly, I want to invite you. (laughs) All right, here we go. To use the high school cheer chant of be assertive, be, be assertive, be assertive. Now, I know that's not really how it goes. I know it says be aggressive. 
that's when you're playing football, not when you're communicating. So you're going to change the chant from be aggressive to be assertive, be, be assertive. Thanks for letting me be playful. And remember, in all of this, we are talking about you, your health, and that's your responsibility. So take what you want, leave the rest. But remember, it's your health. Take care of it. It's your responsibility when? This day and every day. All right. Now, later this week, we're going to be doing specific examples. You're going to write them out. I'm going to provide you with the worksheet so you can go ahead and get started on that. And then we'll go over them together in the second video for Barry Aftercare this week on Assertive Communication. Thank you for joining me. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Barry Aftercare, the podcast. The information shared on this podcast is considered psychoeducation and does not constitute therapy or a therapeutic relationship. Be sure to check out all the great information I provide, much of it free, by visiting my website at www.conniestapletonphd.com. Be sure to leave your positive comments for this podcast and listen in next week to learn more ways to live your best post-op life.